0: Hello everyone and welcome. I am very happy to have Dr. Marianne Sintron as my guest today. Dr. Sintron is a doctor of education in leadership and administration, has a master's in general education and special education, and has two California teaching credentials. She is a dyslexia specialist, president of Step by Step Dyslexia Solutions, and an international teacher trainer. She has 20 years of experience in education, 10 as a classroom teacher, and is an author, app developer, curriculum writer, virtual teacher trainer, and speaker. After teaching in several districts, she left the school system to have a greater reach and to help schools learn about teaching dyslexic students. She is currently a board member of the International Dyslexia Association Tri-County Branch a member of the Pomona Chamber of Commerce, and a member of Christian Business Partners in Upland. She is the only educator using music with her reading program to effectively help dyslexic students improve in reading at a profound rate. She is passionate to share this information with schools in order to close the achievement gap in reading and stop the school-to-prison pipeline. Welcome, Marianne, and thank you so much for joining me today to talk about the important service you provide. Hi, Gilda. It's great to be here. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Really happy to have you here. Um to begin with, if you would please tell us a little bit about yourself and your background.
1: Well, I have been an educator for twenty one years and I am from a um blended family. I have three adult children, and I started teaching when I would help in my children's kinders and first grade classrooms, which started developing my passion to help this, helping children in general. I've been married for 31 years, and um, I just love all I've learned this past year. I mean, unfortunately, we've had COVID, but I've learned a lot about technology, and my education program has been online, and I've just been growing and developing as an educator and reaching an international um, audience. Why are you passionate about helping students with
0: dyslexia, and when did you feel the call to specifically work with this demographic?
1: Okay, that's a great question. When I first went back to school to be a teacher, I didn't think I was going to go into special ed. I was going to uh, just teach young kiddos because my kids were so fun to be around in school. And I felt a tug on my heart for the children who struggled with learning. And I didn't necessarily know I was going to teach dyslexic children until I joined the International Dyslexia Association. Um, from where you mentioned, I'm a board member in the Tri-County branch here in Southern Cal. But at the same time, when I was learning about dyslexia, I was learning about music and its impact in helping dyslexic children. So I'm someone who's all for, let's learn this fast. Let's teach kids in a faster way. And so I found how music was helping children make one, dyslexic children make one- to three-year gains in reading fluency comprehension and or vocabulary in only six weeks. And so I thought that was a wonderful call in my life to pursue that. And I've been doing that for about 18 years.
0: Okay, well, then let's go a little bit more in depth here. Why are your approach and efforts unique in helping dyslexic students?
1: When I was originally trained to use music, I used a reading program that was written for dyslexic children in mind. So that was 15 years ago. Since then, I have been a a teacher trainer across the United States in one organization that was an Orton-Gillingham tutoring program. I'm currently in a practicum for Orton-Gillingham to receive certification to train teachers, but I also developed my own reading program with dyslexic children in mind, and I developed a music app. It plays classical music in the left ear and spelling exercises in the right ear. So we used this app three times during the the training of tutoring, and it's just so unique. I mean, kids who usually would run from reading are starting to raise their hands and volunteer to read in class. And um, I have a story of a little kiddo who was going into second grade last year, and he didn't even know his letter names and sounds. So his mom came to me, and I trained a tutor to teach him those kindergarten skills. And so he was able to enter my reading program intended basically for second graders and above, and we taught him his um, reading and grammar and phonics rules and practiced with um, the music app and our wonderful reading program. He actually exited special ed this March in reading because he's reading at a fourth grade level and comprehending at a fifth grade level. So these are the results we get when the kids are using music and when they're motivated and we have parent support and this student worked with us five days a week. We we advocated for him and got the charter school to pay for his intervention five days a week, one hour a day. Wow, that is a great story.
0: And you attributed it- <laughs> This success to the ability to use music in conjunction with the training, it, it, it does it does it trigger something in the brain? I would assume, or it, it it just makes it easier for these students to to comprehend and to learn. Is that correct?
1: That's right. It, I like to explain it this way: we weren't born with a reading brain like we were to see and hear but we were born with the parts of the brain that can all work together. So dyslexic children, if you could imagine them reading from the wrong side of the brain. So the language center is on the left side of the brain, but dyslexic children are reading from the right side of the brain. So I I specifically address the right and left angular gyrus and the central part of the brain called the corpus callosum. So a lot of people are starting to read about these parts of the brain. When a dyslexic person reads, the right side of the brain is going to send over the wrong letters, they're in the wrong order, it'll send over kelp instead of clap, farm instead of from, step instead of stop, so that's one problem when the kids are reading, and then it passes over the central part of the brain called the corpus callosum, which slows down the process. And auditory processing is huge for kids who are eligible to be in special ed. So when you put music in the left ear, it's going to cross over to the right side of the brain and give the right angular gyrus a job it likes to do, listen to music. And then we send the spelling exercises in the right ear, which cross to the left side of the brain. And... um, it strengthens that left angular gyrus like Pilates of the brain. So I hope that is clear.
0: <laughs> well, that, that, that actually really is does. fascinating. I, you know, I find that, yeah. that fascinating, the way it works and the way the brain can learn and relearn. Can you go a little bit more in depth about the implementation of your program? Yes.
1: Yeah. So we have nine steps in our reading program. And we follow the Orton-Gillingham model. So we start with phonogram cards, then we move to sound circles where the kids build sounds without seeing letters, and then we move to using letters. We want to use a lot of manipulatives and colors because we want the kids to be learning with all with their, We want them to be seeing and hearing and touching and speaking. So we use a multisensory approach. We specifically have 10 minutes of reading phonics in our program, which enables us to use the music in the left ear only as a child is reading. A lot of reading programs out there don't write that into their curriculum, so they don't really have time to listen to music. So we let the kid listen to music for 10 minutes as they're working, as they're reading with their tutor. And then we have a couple of times where we're practicing phonemic awareness working on beginning, middle, ending sounds, you know, dropping off beginning sounds, substituting sounds. That's called phonological awareness. We do some practice of that. And we also work with the children in a workbook. Some programs don't do workbooks because typically workbooks, the children work independently and they and they fill out a page or two of work. But our, our workbooks are explicitly teaching the children phonics and grammar rules. So, again, the student can listen to music in the left ear as they're working in the workbooks. And then we also teach mini lessons, which are more grammar and phonics rules that I also um, upload a lot of trainings of those mini lessons on my YouTube. But we end our, our tutoring session with a, a 7 to 10-minute um, spelling test, and that's when the music is played in the left ear, and, and spelling exercises are pre-recorded by me, and they're played in the right ear, so they, they cross into the brain in a dichotic method of learning, where the child has two inputs at one time, so it's very critical to use the app, it's a very critical component of my reading program, and the app is called Dunking Dyslexia. Now I understand that all of this work
0: that you're doing your organization is actually a nonprofit. What is your greatest need now as a nonprofit organization?
1: So we I write grants to help pay for some of the funding for teachers or parents who want to get trained and the grant the grant funders want to see community involvement. So I need the community to help out with sponsoring a teacher or sponsoring a, a tutor to be trained because those, those trained tutors will impact thousands of lives over their tenure. And I, you, they can find opportunities to donate on the website. We also have the general expenses uh, on the website just to keep the nonprofit up and running, which currently I'm funding by myself as I tutor online and I also... Uh, I'm training teachers that are paying for the training. And also I do some advocating and assessing of students. So I'm really funding the nonprofit myself right now. I did receive a grant from a local community to train three teachers, which will um, impact nine uh, students. So we are in the process of tutoring them right now. Well, it sounds like a very,
0: very worthwhile cause, Marianne, and certainly very important work that you're doing. So then tell me, how can people reach you if they have questions
1: or if they want to know more? Okay, Gilda, I would love people to come to my website. It's uh, dyslexia-solutions.com. It's dyslexia dot solutionscom and I'd like to give them a free gift if they would also like to text me at S B S D S. Text S B S D S two eight five one zero zero. And I'd like to give them a free copy of my digital book. It's called A Message of Hope: How Music Enhances Reading for Dyslexic Children. Well, that is a
0: terrific thing to offer, Marianne, and I do hope that people take advantage of that. And I also want to thank you so much for your time and for sharing some very important information with us today. You're so welcome, and thank you for this opportunity, Gilda. I also want to thank our listeners for spending a part of their day with us. I'm Gilda Evans, reminding you to take care of yourself and that special person in your life.